Welcome back to Black Couples Talk. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've made a podcast. We apologize for the absence. And the delay. We had a lot going on in our lives with work and with kids. And we'll try to be more um, consistent, I guess is that the word I'm looking for. I can't make no Consistent. Promises. I work, so I just I work I'll be too. ready to be tired. But yeah, I mean, we, we we're both tired. We still have to make time to talk. We still have to make time to talk because I feel like somebody out there wants to hear us. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like two people. Somebody wants to hear us, okay? So we're here to talk for you, okay? <laughs> Even if it's two people. Anyway, so we were talking about the BT Awards earlier. And Fabian mm-hmm. yeah. said he hasn't watched it since like 2008. I have not watched it since like 2008, 2009 when I was in high school because it just stopped. It like it didn't interest me anymore. It used to be real fun. Like this past BET Awards actually was kind of good. The BET Awards like, last year was a hood of fun. No, that was like, that was, it was niggas getting slapped, niggas was shooting dice. Yeah, it was just too much going on. But this time around, I was actually very pleased with what I saw. It was good. I, was, I enjoyed it. I was thoroughly, I was like, okay, this mm-hmm. is getting and back like, to the real BET experience. Like, in my adult life, I, I haven't really been much of a award show watcher. I used to watch them every, every year when I was a kid. I caught them every single year. But, <laughs> I was that baby don't wake up. But, um, yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit more quiet here. But, um... <laughs> I used to catch them every year when I was a kid, but after high school, nope. Yeah. I just it hasn't interest me. Like I go on YouTube, watch a video or something, and that'll be the end of it. I don't know. I mean, I like I always watch them, so I don't know. Like if it's stupid, I turn it off. Yeah. But I always watch them. I watched last year with Anita Baker's tribute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really get to see. I didn't watch the whole thing, so I didn't really get to see. Regina Hall um, and Lizzo twerking with a flute. Yeah, I'm not really a big Lizzo fan. Like I like her, but I'm just I don't know. There's Man, something about not, it that's just not for me. Exactly. But it's she's just not. It's just not for, she's for good, her. and she's a flautist. She is definitely a flautist, and she's a twerking and flautist. That is impressive. I mean, that is impressive. I just, it's just. Mm-hmm. I mean, and usually I mean, everything is, ain't for everybody. But so. the crazy part is, I usually like stuff like that. Like, think about it. I'm a big fan of Tank and the Bangers. You are. And it's 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 similar. It's similar. Music, it's very similar. But I just could not get with. Maybe because you heard Tank and the Bangers first before you heard her. No, I think it's because I watched that video first before. Oh, I that actually workout video. To the songs. Yeah. And I kind of just like I don't know. First of all, don't do this. Anyways, but yeah, I mean, I didn't get to see Regina Hall be the host. Um, I didn't get to see Lizzo. I didn't get to watch Cardi B at the beginning. But this is my thing, right? What? If you're a host, why are you not hosting throughout the entire show? What do you mean? She was. I didn't really see her like that. Because we we came in at the middle, like when they were doing the tributes and stuff. Yeah. Like they was talking about Mary J. Blige when we started. That's true. That's because we had got home so late. Or, no, we didn't get home late. We had company over. We had company over. And then... I was cooking and all that stuff. It was just a lot going on. But, I mean, it turned out good. Method Man came out fine as hell. 
Little Kim came out, put it down. Mary J. Blige had them thighs out, girl. Mary J. Blige had them thighs out. Hot like, girl summer. Them thighs to cross your eyes right there. I don't even like you. <laughs> what? But she did good. I love Mary J. Blige. Do what you did again in my bag. That felt good, whatever that was. She is the ultimate for me. Like, you know how people be like, their favorite singers are like Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston. Like, I love Mariah Carey and I love Whitney Houston, but Mary J. Blige is like my ultimate favorite. Um, she always has been. Even with my mom, her ringtone for me used to be My Life by Mary J. Blige on yeah. her Blackberry until somebody stole it from the hospital. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. Fuck you, whoever stole her. Yeah. I don't know if you're listening to it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Anyway, sorry. I digress. But yeah, I was really, I really enjoyed that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even Tyler Perry's speech. And I have my own opinion about Tyler Perry, but mm. his little speech I mean, was Tyler good. Perry's cool. What well, he does, he does a lot though. I mean, I appreciate him. I'm just not a fan, and this is just me, you know, as a person. I'm not a fan of men acting as women. You know, putting on the dresses and. The, the little fat suits or whatever. Not even just fat suits, just like just women's clothing. Just women's clothing in general. I'm 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 not a fan of that. I've never been a fan of that. I've never been a fan of Medea. I'm a fan of his other stuff though. Like House of Pain and stuff like that. But I just Just not as Medea. Just not as Medea. I, I don't I'm not I'm a fan of Martin when he was dressed as women. I'm not a fan of um Big Mama's house. I'm not a fan of um, Jamie Foxx on In Living Color. None of that stuff because it's just not for me. Uh, you know? I, mean, I don't know. I like, like, see, it's That's some stuff form of that comedy. I, like Madea when she first came out, mm-hmm. I used to think it was really funny. And then as I got older, I was like, I'm not so funny. But to Wong Fu, here's to you, Julie Newmar. That is probably one of my favorite movies. And that movie is about three drag queens traveling across the country. I'm not a fan. But it's a good movie. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't John I don't Luke. disagree with I believe this is just a good movie. I've seen parts of it, but I'm just not it's just not for me. The three men who did it were probably some of the most masculine men. Wesley Snipes, John Leguizamo, and um what you call it? The dirty dancing dude. I don't know, I'm not a fan. You know what I'm talking about. He died. John Travolta? No, he was in Ghost. The one that was in Overboard. We were just watching Overboard the other day. Not Sylvester Stallone. Overboard? His face is in my head. I don't know. You said he died? Yeah. How long ago he died? I don't know. A couple years ago. We'll figure it out. Hold on. Let me let me just look it up. Keep talking. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyways. Um... But, yeah, Tyler Perry was talking about how his studio used to be, the land that his studio was built on, used to be for Confederate soldiers. And that was strategically, you know, purchased, which is a good thing. I always feel like anything with, like, you know. Patrick Swayze? Yes, Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. Um, anything with, you know, um, some kind of symbolism to it or mm-hmm. a symbolic meaning. That makes me feel good because that means that you've done your research or make you're attempting to make a difference in the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now we could talk about that whole racism thing too. We ain't gonna go there today. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, I 
Mm-hmm. I got I got shit for days, y'all. For days. Okay. But I mean, I like I like um, say what he's doing, like you know, with just film and what he's doing for black people and stuff. But I'm just not a Medea fan. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. You right? You right? You know my favorite song out right now? What's your favorite song right now? Megan Thee Stallion. Which one? Big old three? Yep. Big old three. Big booty, big old three. I listen to um, her. She called it her mixtape. It's not an album. I listen to her mixtape. It's really good. Like, she can really rap. Yeah. And she be talking She be talking that shit, but she can really, really rap. And she's pretty. Very pretty. Yeah, she it is pretty. It doesn't take too much for her to be pretty like she is. Mm-hmm. I really like her a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm becoming a very big fan of Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a fan of Megan Thee Stallion. My favorite song right now is um, Clout. Okay. You're doing things for Clout. Bitches is mad. Bitches is trash. Oscar the Grouch. See me wet. And I like hurt. it because ooh, ooh, of the ouch. fact that um, they're really talking about stuff that's going on today like via social media. And how people really are really out here clout chasing and just doing crazy shit just for attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People do stuff that makes no sense on social media so that other people can watch them do it and people will know their names. Exactly. But that's the whole part of a thing about like not getting attention from your parents and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And growing up with a phone in your face. Yeah. You know. It's to act like... I seen a girl today, right? She was supposed to be, um, she said she was out doing, um, DoorDash, right? Mm-hmm. She was out doing DoorDash. Mm-hmm. The dude, the owner, like, oh, get on this work. She pulled up on the side of the road and got out and started twerking. Was somebody food in her car? Cars passing by. I don't know if she had anybody food in her car or not. Jeez. But she was on there, like, twerking. Straight up twerking. With um, with the camera just sitting on her dashboard, and she outside the car, cars passing by and shit. And she just get that's crazy. Yeah, so so like that's what I be saying. Like all this internet stuff. Like why why are you doing all this for the internet? But that's the that's the whole thing of instant gratification too. Uh Because all these dudes on there being thirsty. Oh, you're so beautiful. You're so bad. And you get what you want. You know, I do this for you. And she like. She's like, I know they're going to tip me because of how I look. And some dude was like, if I seen you, I'd tip you $20. And she's like, it's like, felt so good about herself. I mean, which is cool or whatever, but. They can say everything. Really why do you need, but, but I'm saying, why do you need that, that, um, validation. validation? Because for some women, it feels good. Some women thrive off of that. Like you said, we're in an age where sex is everything. To everybody right now. Mm-hmm. So if it's not sexy, it don't sell. If it's not sexy, you ain't gonna get no money. If it's not sexy, whatever. Like people spend so much time trying to follow the trends of sex and sexualizing everything on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Snapchat that it's hard to re- understand the reality of what people look like, mm-hmm. act like. What is truly sexy, you know, we kind of step into the ideal just given to us by one specific group of people. Yeah, true. How? I mean, 
It is what it is. It's just really sad that nobody's taught patience anymore. We don't have to wait for shit. Like, I literally remember having to, like, write notes to people in class. Mm-hmm. And, like, writing letters yeah. to record companies trying to get a record deal when I was, like, 10. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you actually had to learn how to do stuff. And now, because everything is at your fingertips, you don't have to do nothing. Like, like you just said, instant gratification. Like, people don't have to wait for anything. And, he, and these kids don't got to wait for nothing. Like, Logan, Logan's impatient. Yeah. Logan's really impatient because... Everything that he wants, he like he ain't, he feel like he ain't even got to learn how to spell, but he gonna learn how to spell. Mm, yeah. But he, he he go on that phone. Hey, can you play Old Town Road? That's it. All you have to do is Siri. Just, just ask can Siri. You? Can you play Old Town Road? And she turned Old Town Road for him, and he's like he's satisfied. But he gonna have to learn how to spell Old Town Road <laughs> <laughs> before the before the day over with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. Some people don't teach their kids that stuff. Yeah. Some people don't teach their kids how to spell mm-hmm. and how to read and how to write and things like that. And I told him the other day, like, you have to learn how to write because and read because you don't want nobody to try to trick you or get over on you. True. You have to know how to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we, we we had that conversation. I tried to instill that in him. And even with Levi, like, that's the thing I'm going to push for. You've got yeah. to learn because the technology going to have to this shit's gonna go take away a back seat to everything. Like, all of this is going to go away one day. Mm-hmm. All this technology, something's going to happen where the phone's not going to work, the computer's not going to work, the TV not going to work, and people going to have to fend for their own and learn how to do shit on their own. And True. you're not going to know it unless you know how to actually read and write on your own. Exactly. Spell check is not always going to be there. Nope. And sometimes even I be messing up on words. Why? The one word I fuck up on every time I try to spell it, definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Literally, that's the only word that I'd be like, what the fuck? Do I know how to spell? You know? You know, with stuff like that, I just, like, if I don't know how to spell it, I just, I know how it sounds. Mm-hmm. So, like, definitely, I go definitely. <laughs> like, that, 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 that's, how, that's how I learned. That's how you learn. I learned differently from everybody else. Okay. So, I just like definitely. And that's how I learned how to spell it, you know? Was, was somewhere it's like a head, a head. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I know that sounds kind of crazy to some people, but everybody learns differently. And I've pretty much developed my own way of learning different things. But that's a good thing because if one way doesn't work, then you know to try another mm-hmm. way. It's, it's but, basic problem solving skills. But on the other hand, it's hard for me to explain stuff to some people because. The way that my mind works, everybody's mind doesn't work like that. So if I try to teach you, you know, how to spell certain things and I'm trying to I'm trying to show you how to sound it out, that's how I sound it out. Yeah. Everybody don't sound definitely out like I sound it out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I mean, that's why I said it's like when I was younger, I used to have to read the dictionary. Mm -hmm. Like my parents made me read the dictionary. And then I used to have to write words. 10 and 20 times each when I was in elementary school. I had to do all that. Boy. I did. and But the thing was, I always succeeded. Like, I always was mm-hmm. able to do whatever I needed to do. Yeah. And I like to say that, I like to feel like for myself, I feel like I am a person where if anything was to happen and I had to figure out a way to get by or or get through it. Like bare bones. I would be able to do it. Yeah. Now, I do credit a lot of my spelling to my stepdad because my stepdad used to make me go and sit my ass down and 
and and take out that paper and spell those words out and read them so I can memorize them. I never failed a spelling test in elementary school because of my stepdad. And, you know, it's, it's not the same thing with math. And I, I, mean, I was terrible at math. I was all started science, social studies, all that stuff. But math was my Achilles heel. And I was terrible at it. But I don't think, like, I, I don't really... The only person in my house that I think was really um, good at math was my brother. But that's probably But because... he was so engulfed in video games... To where he couldn't really help me with that with that stuff. Well, he wouldn't help me with that stuff. Well, I you think he might have been really good at math if he played an instrument too. People who play instruments and who mm-hmm. are musically inclined, they have better math yeah, skills. Yeah, he played trombone for years. But th- because they go him. they go hand in hand. Yeah. Because you have to count and you have to know the rhythms, you have to know the tempos, you have to know everything when you're doing that stuff. Yeah. So it goes hand in hand. When I was playing the piano, my math was at its peak. Mm-hmm. Even when I was singing, my math was at its peak. Yeah. So that kind of stuff right there, yeah, it works that way. Mm-hmm. That's why all kids are supposed to learn at least one instrument in their lifetime. Now, everybody not might not be fortunate enough to do so, but that's why it's our job to teach them. True, because we're their parents. So, I don't know. We got to teach this to So... You know, the NBA Finals are over. And your boy, Kawhi, Kawhi the last Leonard. <laughs> crazy. He, um, <laughs> they definitely took it. Um, the NBA Awards were last night, right? Yeah, I saw that on TV. Okay. I didn't and, watch it. Um, your boy, Giannis and Tete Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. The so. Greek Freak. The Greek freak, okay. Yeah, yeah so he won um, MVP, okay. which I felt like he should have won. Okay. And um, he was going up against um, James Harden and Paul oh, George. Uh-huh. They wasn't. Gonna, I don't think they was gonna give it to James Harden twice in the uh, two years in a row. Yeah. He won it last year, and um, I mean, he had a, he had a good year. I think that um, Russell Westbrook had a pretty good chance of taking it this year, too. But I was pissed off kind of about the um, Rookie of the Year. Okay, you know, I'm an Atlanta Hawks fan, right? Mm. And my boy Trey Young didn't win Rookie of the Year this year. They gave it to Luka. Luka Doncic. Now, let me, let me tell you about Luka Doncic, because mm-hmm. I don't think you know much about him. I don't know much about any of these people. So. Okay. So, Luka Doncic has been a professional basketball player since he was, like, 16. Okay. He's from another country. I want to say Lithuania. Um, not for sure. Uh-huh. I think he's from Lithuania. But he's been a professional since he was, like, 16. So, he's been playing with pros since then. A lot longer than others have been playing with pros. Okay. Oh, right here. I'm yawning. Forgive me. But um, I think I kind of think he had an unfair advantage. Why? Because he's been playing against grown-ass men since he was a since child. So young. Yeah. And this is Trey Young's first year playing against these dudes. And he had a great year. I mean, I, I might be, like, kind of biased because I'm an Atlanta Hawks fan. 
But at the same time, Trey Young should have got it. He's from Slovenia. Slovenia, okay. Mm. Close enough, right? Six feet seven inches tall. He don't look like it. Oh, Luca? Yeah, he looks like he's like five foot six. I don't think he's six seven. This is he's six seven. I think he's more like six three. Google six. says he's six seven. Google. And sometimes says Google he's be twenty one. years old. Yeah. Instant gratification. Exactly. See how I just pulled that up. He's really six foot seven. That's what it says. I guess. He's twenty years old. So. Yeah. Like, I don't know nothing about basketball though. I don't. I mean, like I watch it sometimes. Yeah, you only watch it because I watch it. So. Exactly, because you force me. I don't force you to anything. You now, force me to watch basketball. Lou Williams has won Sixth Man of the Year for like the seventeenth time in his life. And he plays. I mean, he, he plays a, a role, and you know, in sports, everybody plays a, a certain role, and you know, their respect to sports. But he's he has perfected like you know who the six man is. That's the six man off the bench. Six man off, the, well first man off the bench, Uh-oh. but the six man like because you start five players each game. Oh okay. And he's like the next man up every time. Okay. So Lou Williams is he's had a good career. Now most improved player has been. Pascal Siakam. Now, you remember me telling you about the dude who um, is from Cameroon and he's a prince? Yeah. That's Pascal Siakam. He's a prince? He's a prince in Cameroon. So maybe I need to just go find him. Maybe you do. You just make sure that you send some money back back home. Do what you got to do. Hey, man, they ain't going to knock your game. (laughs) Just make sure you send some damn money back to the crib. I don't want to have to work no more. Let me... Get some money off of him. What? Like Brother Pascal. That's my brother in law. Brother Pascal. That's my brother in law. We co husbands. What? I'll get that money. I'm going to just throw y'all on child support. You, you can just go and leave all the way. I'm, I'm going to put both y'all on child support. support. Yeah. Yeah, but. So, what, you, what else? What's going on today? What else is going yeah. on today? What? About what? I mean, so do you want to talk about what happened on Facebook? We with can. your co-worker? Or do you want to save that for, like, its own episode? No, we can talk about it. I mean, go ahead. So, let me give y'all the backstory. I had a co-worker who I was really close friends with. Um, She's white. And, you know, we've been friends for, like, the last, what, two and a half years? And let me just add this. I don't think y'all's friendship is not um, able to be fixed. No, I do. Because I saw what some Listen, of her friends were saying on Facebook. That's her she friendship. she didn't jump in and try to defend at all. Defend yeah, me. I mean, nope, we're not doing that. But, okay, okay, okay. So, go ahead. Anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you butting in right nope. there. Because this is your story. So, anyway. um, We are friends on Facebook. So, she puts up a post saying that she feels like there the wall that Trump is proposing to be built needs to be built and everybody who does not want it needs to pay eight hundred dollars like Obama forced Obamacare on everybody else. Number one, I'm about sixty seven percent sure that this girl has had Obamacare at some point in her life. Okay. Well some type of government assistance. Government assistance. But that's not my number story. two. 
Um, I just asked why, like, what was the purpose of the wall? What is the purpose? After waiting two hours, I finally got a response of a bunch of Googled information um, that was not necessarily correct, but the majority of the answers that I got from her and her friends and family were to keep unwanted people out. That is literally what was said. So at that point, you know, we start kind of going and engaging into a discussion. We let it go. Um, But then she goes to say that she feels that because of the color of her skin, she will never be understood Mm. as an individual. That is what pissed me off. Ain't that something? Anybody that knows me knows. No, no, no. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. The color of her skin. Is what will stop her from being understood. Mm. Now, anybody that knows me knows I do not play games when it comes to shit like that. Because if you are not a person who is getting murdered and, and hurt every day in these streets because of the way you look, I don't want to hear that shit. You don't get to say it. So, I, I explained to her that what, what was being said about the unwanted people was hate and uh, her and her friends and family they said that I was oppressing them I was uh, calling them names they were, I was offending them but who do you think you're offending when you say shit like what you're saying let's, let's just be honest okay so, so my thing is this right say they get and take all of the people who are here quote unquote illegally is they take they take them and send them back to wherever they think they're from, whether it's Mexico, Central America, South America, what have you, right? Mm-hmm. There's a place down the road from here in uh, Fort Valley, Georgia, called Lane Orchard. Lane Orchard has um, they their main um, source of income is peaches. They have people out there because you can't take a combine through a, a field of peach trees right. and pick the peaches off. They have to be picked by hand and they have to be picked a certain way. Same as strawberries, same as grapes, yep. all of these fruits. When you walk in Lane Orchard, they have a, a area where you can go and watch all the peaches get processed from them being brought from the field to them separating them. And, and on certain conveyor belts and putting them in boxes and all that stuff. 100% of those people over there separating them peaches and bringing them peaches in and processing them peaches and picking them peaches off the trees, they are Hispanic. Mexican, Venezuelan, what have you, they are Hispanic. Hispanic people. And I guarantee they're mostly Mexican. Hispanic Who in the fuck is going to pick all that shit and pick this shit for us for a reasonable wage. Hispanic people do the jobs that nobody else wants exactly. to do. Exactly. And my response about this wall was, if you want it, you pay for it, and you go physically build the shit, and you'll have it. Exactly. But I didn't get a response for that. Now, again, I didn't get frustrated until the whole thing about the color of her skin was the reason behind X, Y, and Z. 
again i don't play that bullshit but i just want to put this psa out there hispanic people do not come into this country to take anything from you to rob you to kill you to steal from you that is not the fucking goal there is a dream that has been presented to other countries mm-hmm. called the american dream right or wrong you're right every person who has come here illegally has come chasing this fucking dream of having a white house with a white fence and a dog and a family and money and able to do whatever. People don't understand that people are fucking struggling over here. But they come here to build a life. Mm-hmm. And when they're not welcome, yet we are sending these people over here on vacations to Mexico. Exactly. On vacations so- to the Dominican. On vacations to the Bahamas and everything else. But we mistreat the same people when they attempt to come here. But we want we want them to treat us all but well and great when we get there. Mm-hmm. So that's where my issue lies. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that there's a double standard. You're a good enough Mexican when you're doing something for me with something I want, but you're not good enough to be your ass here and live here. Exactly. There are children in cages right now in concentration camps who can't get blankets and toothbrushes and toothpaste because some big motherfucker who people voted to run this fucking country decided that they don't get that. That's a that's some bullshit. Yeah. And I just can't understand why nobody can see the issue with this. But I heard something today that made me that made me just understand completely. Racists will never understand racism until they have to deal with something that oppresses them or stops them from obtaining something that they want because they are the color that they are. That's true. It will never happen. The day that a white person gets denied for some shit because they are white, they will understand. They will understand. They will understand. And it's always a protest. It's Mm -hmm. a something here or another. And that is the craziest part about it. Mm -hmm. And it really pissed me off. And this is the reason that I say... It's a problem. Yeah. And this is the reason that I say this friendship can never be fixed. Because people can have their own opinions. I'm not saying you can't have your own opinion. However, comma, but. When you sit up here and you say shit about how people are unwanted you don't sleep with your doors open at night look at where you live look at your surroundings i don't give a good goddamn where the fuck you are if i see your ass walking past my car and you look like a crackhead be it white brown yellow green or blue i'm gonna lock my goddamn doors don't do it just because i'm brown I have an issue with that. And that's where my issue lies. And for her to be sitting there and her friends to be saying all the shit that they were saying on Facebook about me. And for her to not say, that's enough. That's it. I know where the fuck you stand. You don't have to come out and say you a straight up racist or you hate Mexican people or you hate black people. Because you're actually say that shit. It. What you allow, you are what you allow and you are who you with, you hang with. And that's why I don't, and people don't get that. Like, I'm one of these people where you say something, you say something wrong to me, I will cut your ass off real quick and smooth. Except for me. And not have a problem. Except for me. You try me the right way if you want to. The right way. But yeah, I mean, you right. I agree with you. I agree with you because, like, Mexican people are, as well as black people, are degraded every day. And to, not, not to go back to, you know, what I was talking about at first, but we were up in that place I couldn't stand up and like they have a platform above these people where you can just walk through and look down at them and there's no like glass or anything separating y'all 
you can look down onto these people as they're as they're doing their jobs with these peaches and stuff. I felt terrible doing that shit. I feel absolutely terrible because there's no reason why anybody should, you know, be looking down figuratively or 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 figure or um um physically. Like and like who else is gonna do that? Are you gonna go up in that place and pick these peaches with your with your ass up in there and let folks come in there and look down at you? These kids, folks, kids up in there, you know, walking up to the, to these rails and spitting down at you and looking down at you and pointing at you and taking pictures of you and shit. Who else gonna do that? So if y'all get rid of these people, there's gonna be a food shortage. First of all, all that shit's gonna. A lot of a lot of this shit is gonna end up going bad. Like you don't have you ain't gonna have nobody, and, and I don't want to sound like I'm racist or anything, but I mean that's just facts. Like mo- most of our um, people who take care of our lawns are what. Most of the people who work on these farms are what. A lot of this shit that gets done behind the scenes that don't nobody else want to do. These Hispanic people are over here doing it. Now don't get me wrong. Because I will say this. There are some Mexican people who feel like they're better than black people. That's true. That's true, too. But but that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the motherfuckers who come over here and work hard and bust their ass. And they are trying to, to do good for themselves and for their family. And they are actually helping our economy at the same time. Yeah. But they don't. Nobody's going to ever see that. Nobody's going to see that. So that's why I say, like, this whole illegal thing. Illegal or legal. About like, having they ain't that. taking nothing from us. They, they, they're been that they're helping them benefit from because, them because these people ain't paying like they're not getting paid sixteen to seventeen dollars an 16, hour. They're not even getting paid minimum wage doing this shit, and they still doing it. Exactly, and that's what people don't understand, and that's why I say white people will never understand what black people do for the community or what his other cultures do for the community because they don't give a fuck as long as they can get what they want, they keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, like, I remember. Things about this person that I had this issue with. I know shit that contradict everything that has ever fucking happened that you just said. So mm-hmm. let's not do that. Yeah, like I, I want somebody to go, go to one uh, to Fort Valley and ask the owner of Lane Orchards how he feels about illegal immigration. No. Because then I would stop going there and stop having to drink No, I time. bet that I bet that motherfucker don't want illegal immigration. I mean, he he don't want them to be sent back mm-hmm. because he don't he don't want to spend his. You he, never he, know. That, that man don't don't folk don't want to spend their money. He'll be and, and pay minimum wage for people go out there and pick that shit. They want to pay whatever they paying under that table for them people for the illegal ones to be up in there doing that shit. Now, I won't. At the same time, I will not be surprised if they do feel like, you know, they are Trump supporters and they want that wall built. I won't be surprised, but I feel like deep down inside, they don't want that shit to happen because it's going to affect their pockets. Like, people are are against shit that affects their pockets in a negative way. Yeah, but all of this shit would affect their pockets in a negative way. Everything. Like, not the motherfuckers who who don't depend on illegal immigrants to go and do do their work for them. And get paid little to nothing. Yeah, but then they just outsource their work to other countries if they can. You can't outsource farm work in Georgia to China. You can't, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what happens? 
People are not looking at that. People are just looking at the fact that they just want to get their point across, which is fine. But you have to learn how to look at things from other people's points of view. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But that whole situation just kind of had me a little bit blowed. But now I don't care anymore. You know, you're going to do what you want to do. You're going to live how you want to live. And it is what it is. But I just posed this question. And maybe somebody can answer it for me. If you have an answer, again, DM me on Facebook or Instagram. But what do you do when there is racism in your workplace? I mean, of course, I'm not going to go to HR because this is a situation outside of actual work. Uh But if you have to look at this person and deal with this person on a daily basis, what do you do in that sense? And this person is saying that they want to promote and move into the HR role. Um, Should they be allowed to work human resources at that point? No, they should not be. How does that work? Because, like, we really know, like, their actions... They ain't got to say it directly. Their actions are showing where they stand. Right? Am I, or am I wrong? I mean, you're right. Their actions are showing where they stand. Like, they are not okay with um, other races in certain roles. So, you know, if she moves into this HR role and something happened between a white a white person and a Hispanic person, and they're both equally wrong, that Hispanic person is going to be more wrong. Am I right or am I wrong? You're right, but you know, that doesn't, doesn't go to say that that's how it's going to go. Sure, I mean, you can't never know. And they ain't even got to be equally wrong. The white person could be more wrong, but the Hispanic at the same time, or that black person at the same time, is going to be more wrong because of this person, because of the, of the decision maker's view on life and on race. And, you know, just how they were brought up. I mean, that shit ain't, like, that shit's taught. You, you, you're not born racist. That shit's taught. It's just, it starts at home. You know what I'm saying? It starts at La Casa. It does. Whatever. Viva La Rosa. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on from that. Anyways, I did find a way, though, to kind of reel myself back in when I get upset. Like today, my supervisor asked me the craziest question. She said, do you just talk to yourself? Like, do you just like like talking to yourself? And I was like, no. I have to process my thoughts out loud um, so I don't have to harbor all this anger that I have inside when I have to hear stupid stuff or see stupid stuff. So I have to just be talking out loud. But anyways, I have to reel myself back in by reminding myself that I'm human and that I am just working a human job. There are errors that I will make and errors that other people will make. And I have to forgive myself and whoever else and move on and be thankful for at least one thing. What's that? Anything. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that with y'all too because I felt like that helped me out a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. But it's almost midnight, and we gotta get up in the morning. In the morning. So, is there anything else we wanna talk about real quick? Uh-huh. Anything else? I just wanna, you know, just give a shout out to everybody who supports us. Yeah. All three of y'all. We definitely appreciate it. It's nah, more than three people. It's more. It's more than three people. But I, I just appreciate people who support us, and I promise to, you know, be more consistent with this content. Because we are trying to grow our platform and make it bigger and become more of a brand. And maybe one day, 
be able to take care of our family, you know, off of the content that we make via um, um, podcast or video or what have you. So, thank you guys for everything. And everybody that wishes us well. And we wish y'all the best. We hope you have a great, great weekend. Thank you for listening to Black Couples Talk. We love you. Have a good night.